out of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. This is the Word of God. Tonight we focus our hearts and minds on coming before our Heavenly Father in prayer. And it's appropriate that we as believers should do this. And what a blessing it is for us to live in a country when we are encouraged to pray. I don't know if you read our president's proclamation of prayer for this year, but he says, today on this national day of prayer, we ought again to come together to give thanks to Almighty God for the bountiful blessings he has bestowed on our nation and to ask for his unfailing counsel. We also acknowledge our dependence on God's love to guide our families, communities, and our country away from harm and toward abundance and peace. Our president has encouraged us to call upon the name of Almighty God. What a blessing to live in such a land. Before we do that, we're going to to look just briefly at pretty much just verse 2 of this chapter where Paul says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Paul here, uh, as he addresses the Colossians, began this book by expressing his prayers on their behalf. Back in Colossians chapter 1, Paul says this, We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Paul goes on, And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. That was Paul's prayer for the church, that they would walk in a way worthy of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he gives them instruction in that. And as he brings that instruction to a close, he teaches them about prayer, about continuing in prayer, and really gives them three short instructions. He says that they are to pray steadfastly, they are to pray watchfully, and they are to pray thankfully. And it is those three things we're going to look at tonight. They are to pray steadfastly, watchfully, and thankfully, although we're going to take them in the reverse order. We are to pray thankfully, which of course means we will pray prayers of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving should be an important part of our prayers, but it's so easy for us to forget that. Very often, our prayers begin with all the things we would like, all of our petitions, and it's proper to bring our petitions to God. But we must not forget to thank Him for what He has already given to us. It's easy to spend so much time asking and so little time thanking. When we begin to thank God for all He has provided, for us, for our families, for our church, for our neighbors, for our country. It helps then to put our petitions in the proper context, in the context of look at how much God has already done for us. And then we say, oh Lord God, would you please continue with those blessings? We are to pray thankfully. And, and prayer itself is an expression of thanksgiving. You remember what the Catechism says in Lord's Day 45. Why do Christians need to pray? 
Because prayer is the most important part of the thankfulness God requires of us. Prayer is the most important part of the thankfulness God requires of us. We will demonstrate our thanksgiving to God by spending time in prayer. We will demonstrate that we are grateful for all God has done to us by the time we spend praying to Him. I can't help but but ask myself, how thankful does my life look? If I gauged my thankfulness by my prayer life, how thankful does my life look? Is, Is prayer the most important part of thankfulness in my own life? We're challenged to to pray regularly to our God. It is is the necessary response of the believer for all that God has done. It should be our lives be characterized as lives of prayer. We are to pray thankfully. We are to pray watchfully. Watchfully, and the idea here is being alert. Being alert, first of all, to our own needs, to the fact that we do need to call upon God. Left to ourselves, we can do nothing. We are those who stand in need of His spiritual blessings. We are fallen and we are sinful and there is nothing we can do to get ourselves out of that condition. So we we recognize that. We are watchful about that. We recognize our need for forgiveness. And we turn to God regularly, confessing our sins and asking that for the sake of Jesus Christ, He would cover all of our offenses. We are alert, we are watchful in our prayers, recognizing our need, our need for forgiveness, our need for His strength, strength in the face of temptations, strength in the face of trials. When we find ourselves facing difficulties, we recognize how dependent we are And we turn to God once again and we say, Lord, from you comes our strength. You are our refuge. You are our fortress. And we turn once again to our God in prayer. We are to be watchful. And then then watchful of the answers that he provides. Sometimes I find myself praying for particular things and God will answer almost exactly as I have prayed. And I'll say, wow, what a coincidence. What a coincidence it worked out that way. Rather than being watchful, look at what God has done. Look at how faithful He has been. Look at how good He has been to me once again. Watchful, watching for God to answer our prayers. Watching for the blessings He will provide. Not overlooking what He has done in our lives. We are to pray thankfully. We are to pray watchfully. And we are to pray steadfastly. Paul says, continue steadfastly in prayer. Now when he says continue, he obviously assumes we are already praying. Continue to do what you have been doing. Continue steadfastly in your prayers. Of course, I would encourage you tonight, if you don't have a regular prayer life, if you don't have a regular time of prayer, to begin but, but, but I hope it is the case that we regularly spend time in prayer with our God. And Paul encur- encourages us, continue in that process. Continue as churches, as we gather together for worship, that we regularly spend time as a body in prayer, 
praying for the joys of our church, praying for the needs of our church, steadfastly continuing in prayer as a body, steadfastly continuing in prayer as families in our homes. I know how busy life can get, especially when our children hit the, uh, the high school years. There are so many things that take them away from us. And so I would encourage us tonight to, to continue in prayer as a family. I had the blessing of growing up in a home where every night we would sit around the table together and Dad would read from the Scriptures and we would pray together as a family. What a blessing. And how often that seems to be going by the wayside today. How important for us to continue steadfastly in our prayers as a church, as families, and as individuals. Again, from our Heidelberg Catechism, why do Christians need to pray? Because God gives His grace and Holy Spirit only to those who pray continually and groan inwardly, asking God for these gifts and thanking Him for them. God gives His grace and His Holy Spirit to those who ask continually. And so tonight, once again, we are encouraged to continue in our prayers. Continue asking God for the blessings He so willingly provides to us, to exert ourselves, to groan inwardly, asking God for His blessing, thanking Him when He answers us. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful privilege to spend time with our Father in prayer. So tonight we're going to spend some time in prayer. This should not be, I hope, a a strange activity for us. Or oh, maybe the venue is a little bit different. We only do this, you know, corporately once a year. But I hope it is not unusual to spend concerted time in prayer with God, focusing our hearts, focusing our minds on the different parts of our life, to thank God for what He has done, to bring to Him our petitions, and to trust that He, in His way, will answer our prayers in the best way possible. And we watch then for those answers. May tonight simply be uh, one more part of the regular character of our lives, a life characterized by prayer, demonstrating our thanksgiving for all God has done to us. May we continue in prayer, thankfully, watchfully, steadfastly. Let us pray together. Lord God, we thank you for this portion of your word, a portion that instructs us of how we might come to you and bring our, our thanksgiving and our petitions. As we prepare now, O oh God, to enter into a season of prayer, we ask that you would hear us for the sake of Jesus Christ. We ask you would bless this time to us, and we pray that in all of this, you might receive the honor and the glory. For we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's turn in our Psalters once again to number 392. Number 392, Spirit divine, attend our prayer and make our hearts thy home. Descend with all thy gracious power. Come, Holy Spirit, come. We're going to sing all four verses. Let's stand together as we sing number 392.
we enter into this season of prayer, we are going to hear from God's Word. I will then announce the song that we're going to sing, and following that we will be led in a prayer uh, by one of the office bearers of our church or of Ontario. We begin with prayer for families and education from Deuteronomy chapter 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Let's turn to 149 in the Psalter, and we're going to sing the first three verses. Join me in praying for families and education. O Lord our God, we lift up our voices to you now to cry out for your mercy and grace for the condition of families and education in our land. These two pillars which uphold the dignity and the wholeness of our culture and society are under devastating attack today. The family as you have defined it in your holy word has been set aside in favor of abominable and deplorable counterfeits. We mourn, O oh Lord, the corruption and the dismantling of families. We implore that you might even reverse and hold back the progress of evil and violence on families, on marriages, and children. We lament the light regard of marriage, of covenant vows, the redefining of gender and masculinity, femininity, the blurring of the binary, the 
creation order itself that you have created and ordained. Oh, that you would be merciful and roll back the tide of evil in our land, O Lord. Preserve this land that your gospel may prosper, that your righteousness may be magnified throughout the world. We ask in particular, in a particular way, that your grace might be upon Christian families, O Lord. We pray for the families in our church. We pray for the families in our federation and throughout the land in all faithful churches that uphold the gospel in the word and the sacrament. We ask that your right hand would guard and protect the marriages in our churches. Cause the husbands in our church to grow in their love for their wives, to grow in their understanding more truly of what it means to love her as Christ has loved the church. We ask that you would make our fathers more patient and meek, slow to speak and quick to listen to their children, that we might not exasperate our children, but rather win them over with grace. We pray for our wives, the wives of our congregation, First Chino and of uh, Ontario, that you would grow them in grace, that our wives might relate to their husbands without bitterness or discontent, but rather cause all the fruits of your spirit to abound in them. Lord, preserve our marriages and our families. May their testimony be witness to the world for the exaltation of your wonderful name. Likewise, preserve our children and our young people. Cause the light of the gospel to find fertile soil in their hearts. We long for our children to know you and to be known by you. Cause them not to stumble to the right or to the left or to be caught up in the lies and the distortions of evil that abound. Lord, we give you thanks and praise for the new mothers, the infants, and those that are pregnant with child in our midst. It is such a great delight to see uh, amongst us children and new mothers pregnant women, we thank you, Lord, for preserving their lives. We ask that you would continue to watch over them and care for them spiritually and physically. We pray also that you would empower and assist our families and parents in particular in the education of our children. We turn our eyes with sorrow to the state of education in our land. Every manner of evil, all that is abhor abhorrible, continues to take greater and greater root in the academic realm from kindergarten to college. We do thank you nevertheless, Lord, that in this land we have yet the freedom to educate our children. We pray that you would continue to empower the communities of faith to establish and afford and pursue the godly education of our children. We're so grateful, O oh Lord, for the Christian education program at First Chino and Ontario. We give you thanks, O oh Lord, for the cadets and the GEMS programs, for the counselors and the children that come faithfully month by month to learn about your word. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the catechism that takes place week in and week out. We thank you, Lord, for the teachers and the children that attend. We're grateful to be able to 
pass on and educate and train and uh, our children in the ways that you have instructed us. We're so, so thankful, O oh Lord, for the abundance of teachers and willing hearts uh, in our Christian education program. Thank you, Lord, for the teachers and for those who are attending. Lord, we ask that you would bless and produce fruit and sanctification and greater knowledge of your word and a love for you through these programs. We also thank you for the fellowship groups, oh Lord. We, we ask that you would cause those to uh, produce great fruit, that through them you would bless the families, that you would bless those who attend, that they might gain greater knowledge and wisdom and godliness through them. Lord, we pray for the faithful institutions that carry out Christian, the Christian education of our children and of our ministers. We think of, oh Lord, the Christian schools, and in particular, in our community, Ontario Christian. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the board of Ontario. We ask that you continue to guide and direct them that they might faithfully maintain their commitment to the historic uh, faith that has been passed on to them. We ask, O oh Lord, for your blessing on the children that attend. Pray, O oh Lord, that the uh, ways of the world, the philosophies, the empty philosophies of this world uh, would not creep into the, uh, to the Ontario Christian. We also pray for those families in our midst who carry out the wonderful task of homeschooling their children. We pray, O oh Lord, that you would give mothers and fathers patience, that their faithful teaching would bear much fruit Lord, we uh, also give you thanks for the Christian colleges. Lord, we're so thankful that there are many Christian faithful colleges in our midst. We're grateful, Lord, that you have used this community, particularly First Chino, to bless and to help establish Providence Christian College in our midst. Lord, bless her, bless this institution that she might continue to faithfully educate and train young men and women to love you and to serve you in this world and in your church. We also thank you, Lord, for the other faithful churches or, or colleges in our land, from Dort College to Covenant and the countless other colleges that uh, continue to faithfully serve you and teach and uphold uh, the scriptures and uh, educate for your glory, O oh Lord. We pray for the students that attend those church, those colleges. We particularly thank you, Lord, and ask you for pro the students of Providence, especially those that will be graduating in the coming days and moving into the world. May their education produce much fruit in their lives for their churches and their communities. Father, we also give you thanks for the many seminaries. Thank you, O oh Lord, that uh, we have seminaries that we can send to educate and train ministers to plant churches, to preach and teach your word throughout our land. We think particularly of Westminster Seminary in California, Westminster in Philadelphia, Mid-America Reform, Greenville, and other reformed seminaries throughout our land. We ask, O oh Lord, that you would cause those seminaries to be faithful to your word, to above all, to be faithful to upholding and honoring your word and honoring the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
we also ask that you would cause these institutions to be more conformed, to work in greater harmony and in unison that the gospel might go forth. Father, thank you for all of these things, for the families and for the education that uh, we are privileged to enjoy even in the midst of this corrupt land. Thank you, O Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. We pray for the church and for missions, and we have this beautiful picture of the church in Psalm 48. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. In the city of our God, His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within her citadels, God has made himself known as a fortress. For behold, the kings assembled. They came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. There they went in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there, anguish as, in a wo as of a woman in labor. By the east wind, you shattered the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God will establish forever. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. As your name, O God, so your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion, go around her, number her towers, consider well her ramparts, go through her citadels, that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever, and He will guide us forever. Let's sing from number 166, Zion founded on the mountain. We will sing all three verses.
join me in your hearts praying for Christ Church and for missions. Our kind Father, thank you for hearing our prayers. That you are our Father, the one who has recreated us in Jesus Christ and continues to recreate us. All of your people, your elect people, this new humanity that you're rescuing from, from evil and condemnation. It is to you, our Father, that we come confidently tonight through Jesus Christ. You're the one who has gathered, continues to gather, has preserved and continues to preserve your people in your church. Glorious Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, eternal God, you have secured the well-being of your church by your eternal wisdom and counsel where you have called the people for yourself to be your own by your wisdom and by your love. And so whatever concerns, whatever weaknesses, whatever good things we long for that we don't have as your universal church, uh, Lord, throughout the world uh, tonight that are on our hearts, we don't shy away and we have nothing to fear not because of us, but because of you and your love for your church and your power. We thank you tonight, O oh Lord, for your faithfulness to your church. We, we know it throughout the ages. You've taught us in the scripture how you were faithfully gathering people early on to call on the name of the Lord. And you built, O oh Lord, by your promises and power, the patriarchal communities, and you prospered them. And as you grew them and gave them more wealth and more power and more knowledge and more sanctification, you grew them into your really unignorable people, Israel. And you preserved them even down in Egypt. And you brought them out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Even with their own sins and faithlessness, you preserved them through the wandering in the wilderness. That was your church, O oh Lord. And you took care of her and you brought her into the land in which she dwelt. The land flowing with milk and honey. You raised her up as a beacon to the idolatrous nations. It's where your people came to find truth and rest. You preserved your Israel through so many years. Till the time that the Lord Jesus came. Born into the old covenant church. And through his ministry. And by your gracious power and your spirit coming out of his ministry, sending to the right hand of the Father, sending you, Holy Spirit, to instruct and to strengthen and encourage the apostles, he came the multinational church, and the gospel exploded. And that was by your grace and your power that your church was flourishing, that so many Little local churches were planted in many places that the apostles made preparations for when they would leave. Not only pastors and elders and deacons appointed, but also your people who filled your churches, sometimes in places it's really unimaginable that Christ could be exalted. Your people with many gifts. And today, 
over the last couple thousand years, we think back through all of the troubles of the church, your church still is there by your grace and your power. So we come confidently tonight to bring before you our requests that for your glory, your church will thrive and prosper. We certainly pray that, O oh Lord, for our congregation here in Chino and a sister in Ontario. Oh Lord, these churches are precious to you. Anything good in us, we deny ourselves and know and exalt you, Lord, for you have done the work. You are the one who has given us the grace and privilege to serve you. And all of those who have called upon the name of the Lord over the congregations through the decades. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being churches in Chino and Ontario, our particular congregations. We thank you and we trust you and make it so that our congregations will be awestruck by your power and your love. We pray for, uh, thank you for the United Reformed Churches in North America. We thank you for all the, the NAPARC churches, the North American Presbyterian and Reformed Council, the denominations and federations that are represented there, united in the truth. We pray indeed, Lord, for all true churches everywhere. And we pray wherever Christians are gathered, Lord. And in all of these places, starting with our own local congregations here, we pray for holding fast to the truth of your word that we would not compromise, hold fast to everything that you reveal in the Holy Scriptures, that we would be holy people in our churches and in all these places. We pray that we may live according to your holy commandments, that we may never capitulate to the godlessness of the world, that we may never be drawn off by the lust of the flesh or the pride of life, the lust of the eyes. We pray for that purity. We pray that we would always understand that our faith is not merely apprehending uh, things and thinking of you and your word rightly, to live in a way, in that way, that is pleasing to you. Give us holiness in your church. We pray for love, love in the congregation amongst our fellow members, that love that comes not from us, but from the power of your spirit as we learn and receive again and again the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ who loved us first. And may we deny ourselves and put to death all suspicion, bitterness, conflicts that happen, but let us truly love one another. Let us love you, the Lord our God, a heart, soul, mind, and strength in our churches, and then love uh, our brothers and sisters in the church, first of all, deeply and sacrificially, that so many could see, Lord, and not glorify us, but give glory to you. Behold how we would love one another. We ask for that love, Lord, in our churches, that it would be uh, continue to thrive and, and grow even. We pray for unity in our congregations and amongst our congregations and in our federation of churches and in Napark and in all true churches everywhere. Lord, wherever there is brokenness, we ask for healing. And uh, could it start, Lord, in all the households 
households of one or households of, of many and families uh, in our congregations that, um, that toward each other as fellow members in the church, uh, we would understand that we are one in Jesus Christ by your spirit and then live according to that high calling and truth. We also pray for growth in our church in Chino, in our church in Ontario, in the URC congregations, even the ones very long established like both of ours. And in the Napark churches, whether they are long established churches or, or new congregations as we have two in the URC, and, and true churches everywhere, and the communities of Christians, we, we pray for growth that many people by your grace would be drawn in. We thank you that the means of grace are in your church and we pray that as your spirit has promised to use them in a special way to anoint your uh, ministers of the word to preach Christ in the fullness of the counsel of God and that many, many hearts would be open and people would stream in to worship him, submit to his lordship, to worship and serve King Jesus and be helped with their troubles. Heavenly Father, everywhere we pray for, indeed for the pastors uh, in your churches, that they would be excellent in their service. They would be self-denying, humble, devoted, focused. That they would be men of worthy, godly example. That we may uphold them, Lord. And that they would hold forth Jesus Christ by their lips and what they say in their teaching and by their lives. For the elders, O oh Lord, we pray, will you guide these men, give them great courage, give them a sense of dignity in their high calling. May they rule in a way consistent with the rule of King Jesus and may he be honored in that rule. Give them patience. Give them also strength and courage to speak strongly when they need to. May they know when to and how to show affection to your sheep who need it. We need it, Lord. We need godly elders. Thank you for the elders in Chino. Thank you for the elders in Ontario. And we pray for, your, for elders everywhere. Encourage them in their ministry. For the deacons as well, O oh Lord, we know them to have the high calling of showing the love of Jesus Christ in, in deed. Again, also that affection of Jesus. And we pray, Lord, that they may have a sense of their high calling and that you may, through their work, um, be a great encouragement to our congregations. Thank you for their special gifts. Uh, may we show honor to uh, them as well and provide them everything they need uh, to do their work so that people could sense the love of Jesus Christ in our congregations and around the world. Our Heavenly Father, we pray for all of your people who in so many ways and sometimes very much behind the scenes are engaged according to the gifts that you have given them as members of the body of your church, uh, engaged in all kinds of works of service and planning and uh, even encouragement that nobody else really hears except those they speak to or write a card to. We pray for everybody in the congregations, Lord, who is active and loves your church. May they never grow weary of doing good. 
you show your love to your people through each other as well. So powerfully, Lord, and we, we thank you for, well, certainly what's known, uh, the closeness of the congregations that are worshiping uh, in Chino and Ontario. Let, uh, let the people be encouraged who are serving, O oh Lord, that they are working for Christ above all and uh, that they're receiving uh, rewards in the heavenly places that they'll have the privilege to cast down before you and exalt you. Let them see the fruit of their godly desires and labors uh, week by week in the congregations here and around the world. Father, we pray for our home missions, our church planting. And uh, certainly we pray for the established works that we have in our uh, Federation of Churches. We ask that you would encourage the church planters and give them all that they need. And uh, those core groups that have formed and developed and are devoted to the work, sometimes they labor very uh, readily and at length and maybe don't always see the fruit uh, as quickly as they'd like. But uh, Lord, please bless these efforts for your glory. We desire to have many more uh, United Reformed Churches in North America spread around um, the U.S. and Canada. We really do. Uh, we have a desperate need for godly churches, Lord, and so we cry out to you that your spirit would be pleased to prosper our church planting efforts. And also, Lord, as we grow as a federation, will you guide us in, in how we should continue to work and how we can grow in our work of uh, church planting and home missions? Uh, keep us from smugness, Lord, as long-established churches. Keep us from hypocrisy, Will you form in our hearts a deep love for the lost? Um, help us, Lord, to have that deep desire and that willingness to carry the glories of Jesus in service to our neighbors. And as times have changed in our community here in the valley, where now uh, it's not just that we desire to sharpen the thinking, biblical thinking of those who are already Christian and uh, attending uh, churches regularly, but so many are unchurched right around us. And uh, so help us to think about that and to see that desperate need and to understand how to love and reach and live among um, godless people. For we know that by nature we are the same. And apart from your grace, we are nothing. So let us uh, follow Jesus and consider how he uh, loved sinners. And let us open our eyes to that harvest field which is right here. And for, the, for your glory, O oh Lord, will you uh, use us to, uh, will you save many uh, using us? Lord, we also pray for the foreign mission field, uh, particularly the works that we are privileged to support and to pray for on a regular basis. In uh, URCNA missions, we pray for the work in uh, Costa Rica, of course, uh, Pastor Green. And the reach of that work is so broad throughout Latin America and the publishing ministry. Um, we plead with you that you will give them everything that they need, that there would continue to be churches planted, that there would be so much uh, even in the far reaches, uh, men, women, and children coming in contact with the materials that can be published and distributed and coming at long distances at great inconvenience to attend conferences. We pray for your prospering the work in Costa Rica and its 
uh, bread throughout Latin America. We pray for the work in uh, Ecuador, Pastor Landesi. We pray for uh, your grace and uh, goodness in that work and for the growth in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ in that congregation, in that place. We pray for the work in Honduras. We know that Reverend Langendun transitioning out of uh, being there all the time and a labor of deep uh, weight on his heart, Lord, for the church and the people that are gathered there. And uh, we pray for your provision and for your grace to prevail and that the gates of hell will not prevail even against those local works that are established, long established. We pray for the work in Italy, the works in Italy. We pray for Pastor Brown in Milan now, and we pray for Pastor Ferrari in Perugia. Give these men and their churches, all the people that worship there, everything they need to bear faithful witness in a, a secular, Christ-denying, really tide, and provide for these men everything they need physically and spiritually and grow these congregations for your glory. We pray for uh, the work in Mexico, Pastor Van Dyken. We pray that you uh, shepherd him and his family and the congregation there. We pray for these uh, couple of churches in the Philippines started by uh, by you, Lord Jesus, through the work of Reverend Molabayu, but uh, needing leadership, needing direction, needing service, needing guidance from your word and, and uh, laborers in the field, we pray that you would provide according to your will. We pray for the work in Romania, Pastor uh, Corsia. We, we ask that you will bless them. And as there are many in that land, uh, Lord, who were raised in a form of calling upon the name of Jesus, but ignorant of the substance of him, the truth of him, the glory of him, the gospel of him. We pray that you would use that ministry there to shine his light. And Father, that you will stem the tide in so many places of idolatry, uh, that you will beat back uh, Islam and uh, all of the uh, religions with countless gods, Hinduism, godless philosophies in distant places, places where uh, the name of Jesus may not even still yet be known or ever heard. We ask that your spirit's blessing would rest upon the work of foreign missions. We thank you that Christ is exalted throughout the earth. It is amazing. And we plead with you that you will continue to grow your church and make her thrive everywhere. We ask all this in Christ's name. Amen. We pray for crops and industry in Psalm 147. Reminds us God is the God over all creation. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars. He gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make melody to our God on the lyre. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares rain for the earth. 
He makes grass grow on the hills. He gives to the beasts their food and to the young ravens that cry. His delight is not in the strength of the horse nor his pleasure in the legs of a man, but the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those whose hope is in his steadfast love. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates. He blesses your children within you. He makes peace in your borders. He fills you with the finest of wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He hurls down his crystals of ice like crumbs. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He makes his wind blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and rules to Israel. He has not dealt with us like any other nation. They do not know his rules. Praise the Lord. Let's sing together number 31 in the Psalter hymnal, The Heavens Declare Thy Glory. We're going to sing all three verses and let's stand together as we sing. Our Heavenly Father and our great provider, we trust you to take care of us because you are a loving Father and because you are so powerful. We thank you for all of the food and the water and all of the clothing and shelter that you give us every day. We thank you 
for all of the farms and all of the factories and all of the businesses in Chino, in Ontario, and in California, in the United States, and all around the world. We pray that you make it so that we and everyone can see how wise and awesome you are. You are the one provider, or excuse me, you are the one who provides so many necessities and luxuries to so many people every day. You are the Lord of the crops. You are the Lord of manufacturing. You are the Lord of the service industries. You own the cattle on a thousand hills. Every good gift comes from you. Make us happy in you and content with what you provide. Lord Jesus, you work with your hands and you give us vocations too, as farmers, as blue collar workers, as white collar workers. Please give us jobs and give us strength to go to work every day. We ask you to make us wise and honest in honoring Jesus in our businesses and our labor. And as you prosper us, let us be good stewards, enjoying your blessings, and be cheerful givers and sharers. Please protect our land, our water supply, and our food sources, and protect God-honoring trade, and make us thankful. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We pray for our nation and our world and remind ourselves of God's rule from Romans chapter 13. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, and honor to whom honor is owed. Let's sing together number 476, God of our fathers. We will sing all four verses.
Good evening. Let's take a moment and pray for our world and nation. Our Father who art in heaven, God of our fathers, maker of heaven and earth, and creator of us vast universe, when we think of the expanse of the skies, the galaxies, the planets, and beyond, only then can we begin to realize your greatness. When we think of your greatness, only then can we realize how small and insignificant and minute we really are. And yet, dear Father, we are in awe that you know every little thing about us. How can that be? You are truly a God over all things, great and small. Dear Lord, we know that we live in a world that is full of sin and that we will always have wars and rumors of wars. But we ask that you give us a world of peace. We ask for you to be with the rulers of this world, that they would look to you for guidance rather than, they are, rather than thinking they are powerful and the ones in control. We ask that the nations work together rather than war with one another. We look around the world and see Christians being killed simply because they want to worship the one true God. We saw last week the killings in Sri Lanka. We also see other religious institutions being tacked, attacked. We even think of the one just down the road in Poway a few, several days ago, dear God, and we know that only you can bring peace around the world. We know that only you can be the great healer of the hatred that we see around this world. We ask you, dear God, to intercede as we know only you could if it is your will. We also ask that your word goes out as we know that that is the only hope that our world has. We think of the missionaries from all around this world, dear God, bringing your word. We pray that you bless these missionaries and we think especially of those that our churches support. Help them that your word might go out boldly, strongly, and with love so people all around the world can see your love in those that spread your word. Work in the hearts of people everywhere. We also ask that you bless our nation, the United States of America, dear God. We know that we like to think of our country as a Christian nation, but we know that we fall far short and that we are totally and completely sinful. We look at some of the things that go on in our country, things that in your eyes and based upon scripture are totally sinful. We think of the abortion issue, dear God, in our nation, and how it must anger and grieve you to see these little children that you have created in your image and to see their innocent lives snuffed out. Dear Father, heal our land of this death that many people have simply grown callous to and simply to accept it as, well, that's the way it is. Help us to be bold in our fight against abortion, to speak boldly in their behalf. We also pray that you help families in our lands that will turn their eyes toward you, that men stand up and take care of their families, being good husbands and fathers and religious leaders in the home. As Americans, we also ask that you bless our leaders, that those that you have put in authority over us. We ask your God to bless President Trump. Help him to be strong and yet humble before you. Help him to look for you for guidance not, and not in himself. We ask that you help him to continue to protect our religious liberties that we are given in our First Amendment. Dear God, we think even of today, the prayer service in the Rose Garden in Washington, D.C., 
where leaders like Gary Bauer and Tony Perkins and even the rabbi from Poway were there, dear God. And we're just so thankful that we have a president that sees fit to lead our nation in prayer. We ask you to also bless Pre Vice President Pence, dear God. Help him to stay strong and to continue to be an example to all. We also ask that you bless the House of Representatives and the Senate. Sometimes when we watch them, they seem so petty on things and that they argue and debate. Help them to remember they represent you and ultimately the people that elected them. Help them to work together to move our nation forward. We think of our state and local governments too, dear God, as we work in our communities. Dear Father, we ask that you bless the churches of our land as well. Help the churches work together, knowing that if we do, what great things could be accomplished to further your kingdom, both in our land and the entire world. Dear God, when we leave this place tonight, knowing this is a national day of prayer in our country, help us to ask ourselves, what can we do to make a difference in our nation and our world? Dear Father, help us to leave tonight determined to live our lives for you, to spread your love wherever we can, to help others as we know you want us to, to be bright lights in a sin-filled world. Help us to live as it is spoken in John 13, verse 34, to love one another just as I have loved you. Dear Father, help us to be thankful every day we wake up that we live in a free nation and live every minute of every day to your great honor and glory. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen. As we prepare to bring our offerings to God tonight, we hear these words from the prophet Malachi. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down upon you blessing until there is no need for more. I will rebuke the devour, devourer for you, so it will not destroy the fruit of your soil, and your vine in the field shall not fail to bear says the Lord of hosts. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for you will be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. Let's pray together. Lord God, truly you have blessed us in so many ways, so many spiritual ways and so many physical ways. And tonight we have the privilege of responding to you with thanksgiving and love for all that you have given to us. We pray for your blessing upon Providence Christian College. May our gifts tonight be an encouragement to them in their ministry to train our children. Accept our gifts, O God, and hear our prayer. For we offer it in Jesus' name. Amen. Our offering this evening is for Providence Christian College. God will receive your gifts at this time.
Would you stand to receive the Lord's blessing? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you.